You're on the clock, and so are we. This is the D.C. Sports Huddle NFL Draft Week. It's sponsored, as always, by MGM National Harbor. For the latest in Washington sports, visit MGM National Harbor. But now that the weather's good, experience a sports fan paradise. By the way, you can visit there when the weather's not so good because it's indoors and you can still have lots of fun. Hey, Rob Woodford, Dave Preston, George Wallace, and gang's all here. You know, I woke up with a nightmare today because I thought surely the NFL draft must be over now because we've had mock drafts for the last month. Did we already take uh, the selection? Uh, I'll just go from right to left, my right to left. And let's. last week we did defense. We'll focus on offense and overall pick. You were in the uh, Rob Kyle Hamilton camp last week on defense? Yes, very much so, yes. All right, okay. That's your defensive pick, your offensive pick. You're on the clock with the 11th overall. With the 11th overall pick, uh, and now before I give you a name, uh, there's a more global thing that I want to point out. A lot of mock drafts. Hey, Commissioner, up. hey, Goodell, we don't have that kind of time for <laughs> no. global hey, stuff. I get 10 minutes for my pick, and I'm not going to take all that time. So, uh, not in the huddle. I would a lot of people have a receiver going to Washington at 11, and I don't agree that that's such a big need that they have to go receiver there. I understand that this is a receiver rich draft, but. Uh, they they still have Terry McLaurin for at least one more year. Uh, they they we we were stoked. I mean, we were talking last year about how great it would be to get Curtis Samuel here. Well, they have Curtis Samuel, and he could be playing that Debo Samuel role if he's healthy going into year two. Now he just wasn't healthy. It wasn't that he wasn't good in year one. He was just wasn't healthy. So I think that the cupboard isn't bare at the receiver position so much that you can't wait until the second round or further back to uh, to get a receiver if this is in fact a draft that is uh that that is rich at that position that said uh the only receiver that i would take at 11 is chris olave he is very much like a uh, terry mclaurin that's his closest nfl comp uh but uh i i would say uh if if malik willis is on the board i go sprinting up to the podium giggling like a schoolgirl because that is a guy that you can build a franchise around and plus now that you have basically fooled yourself into thinking that Carson Wentz is your guy once that blows up in your face and it will uh you have a guy who has sat for a year or two and uh would be able to step in and uh and be that guy so if if uh, that's what I had in my <laughs> that's what I had in my uh uh blueprint on WTOP.com and I would stick with that the only other move I would say is if you trade back uh, you could get the local kid out of uh, Riverdale Baptist, uh, Zion Johnson, uh, who would fit a huge billet guard, which, oh, by the way, you don't have any starting guards anymore. And then with the, by the way, with the draft speculation, which has been what's been fueling the economy for the last uh, month, <laughs> there's talk maybe maybe of, of trading back to get more picks because yeah. after the second round selection, the commanders are not going to pick until the fifth. All right. Well done, Rob Woodford. Uh, moving right along. Dave Preston, you're on the clock and you can go global, too, if you want. Hey, I, can I trade everything back? No, I mean, we've all talked about trading back. And while that is a great idea, I don't think you you hear the you feel the temperature in the room. Not a lot of teams want to trade back. You need to find some willing partners. Hopefully, the Burgundy and Gold, uh, Martin Mayhew is working the phones, as you mentioned this uh, day. Hopefully, they'll find a partner because I think you'd be much better served to have three picks in the top 50 as opposed to just two or three picks in the top 100 as opposed to just two. You, you need quality from quantity, and right now they need to stick these picks if, if, if they want to have a good draft because once you get after the top 100, yes, you're going to get some quality players, but they're going to be few and far between. I see the Burgundy and Gold if they go on offense. 
getting one of those wide receivers or getting a, an offensive lineman. Maybe Charles Cross is available. Who knows? Because you need to build depth on both uh, units. I'm still not sold on Curtis Samuel. Yes, he's great in theory, but he's yet to produce anything. And you can always use more weapons. And if you do get a quality wide receiver, say one of the kids from Ohio State's available at 11 and you get them, that puts everybody down one notch. And then all of a sudden you're not expecting as much from a guy who is your fourth receiver or your fifth receiver. So if barring a trade, Go with wide receiver or go with uh, an offensive lineman for the Burgundy. Hey, hey, real quick, your defensive pick last week was who was that again? Uh, defense. I think it was uh, it was the Stingley kid from LSU. Right, LSU. That's also, because you also real quick. Don't don't discount uh, somebody trading, uh, wanting to trade up, especially if one of the top two quarterbacks is still on the board outside of the top ten. That is how Washington trades back right there because uh, I know everybody's kind of down on this quarterback class, but it, that that doesn't stop anybody from going up and getting a quarterback just to get a quarterback. Because there's still that rumor about the quarterback in the NFL. That's very true. And that, that entices some GMs. And I think I agree with Dave, you need more picks, but you know, that that's going to require somebody wanting to trade up, et cetera. Yeah. George Wallace, you're next. Well, I, I have a feeling they are going to trade. Uh, I do. I think with only six picks, I mean, I, I, just because I don't think they're in love with anybody right now in the draft. I, I just don't. I just kind of get that feeling. But then again, like I said last week, can't believe anything that anybody says at any time up until April 28th when your spot comes up. But that being said, uh, I think they're going to trade back at some point. If somebody they, that they do have high happens to fall in their lap at 11, Drake London, I think, if you're going to go wide receiver, you need a big, you need a big threat. And a, as far as Paul, it was six, four. Uh, and that's who I think I would pick the wide receiver out of USC. I've seen Garrett Wilson's name also thrown around there at 11, as far as wide receiver, the infatuation with the wide out. I'm like with you guys, I don't know why they uh, need to go that route now, because you talk about along that offensive line, just losing Brandon Sheriff alone. Uh, you know, you need the depth and you need to, be able to establish the run and protect. Oh yeah. You got to protect the quarterback as well. So right now, if you if put me on the clock right now, I'm going Drake London at wide receiver at number 11 with the possibility of trading back. If one of those guys they love is not there. I also think at some point that there will be a quarterback drafted later in the, in this draft by this team that trains in Ashburn. That's it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's it. Thanks. So. And there's more to come. Is we're gonna get, we're gonna narrow it down to our overall pick. This is why I was a C student in school. Okay, I, I thought I came prepared today. Then I started thinking. Dave Preston, you started me on this. That yes, you need offensive line. So maybe use that pick at eleven if you're talking offense with an offensive lineman. And that's why I get a C because I, I always went into test thinking, ah, oh, that's the way I should have gone. But I, you know, I've heard Garrett Wilson name mentioned. I don't think he's going to drop down to to eleven. So Jamison Williams from from Alabama. I think he's somebody that can uh, develop with this team. He's got he's got speed. He can be that deep threat. So if if I wanted to go offense with the Washington Commanders, I'd go Jamison Williams uh, at that pick. Uh, although I think Garrett Wilson, by all accounts, according to all the experts, is is the best receiver in the draft. I just don't think he's going to drop uh, to number eleven. But offensive line again, that is the cornerstone. Every year when we're asked to do Washington Commanders predictions, I always say it's it's you'll go as far as the offensive line will protect the quarterback. And by the way, somebody once did a study that the offensive linemen are the smartest players 
on the field, and they did that by grade point average. So that was their their metric for doing that. All right. So now that we've we've done that, who would you go with as, as the overall pick? And uh, again, I would stay on defense. I would stay with uh, again Kyle Hamilton if he's available. A defensive back playmaker from Notre Dame, not available. You know, I, I think you've got to look at the edge rusher, uh, Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. I would go with that link because uh, Washington has lost some along the defensive line. Uh, Tim Settle, uh, Matt Ioannidis, the athletic, our good friend Ben Standing reporting that not going to offer an extension to Deron Payne, which brings me to Rob Woodfork on WTOP, our insider was talking that this this draft is going to be a big deal because Ron Rivera could be on his way out because of all the defensive guys leaving town. So, Rob, your pick based on that and your thoughts as, as uh, you were pretty strong this morning with me on WTOP, you maybe dropped my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very sure-handed with his coffee because of how early he gets up, too. So that tells you something. No, what I said on WTOP was, uh, was basically – the, the report that uh, that they won't be bringing back Deron Payne, or at least they won't be offering him a contract extension, is another byproduct of the Carson Wentz trade. When as soon as you pull the trigger on that, not only was it two draft picks out the door that could be potentially starters, but also you're eating up $28 million of the, I believe it was $33 million that they had available uh, on the salary cap going into this offseason. So any plans you had to upgrade the offensive line, any plans you had to upgrade the defensive secondary or even the defensive line, uh, all of that goes out the window. And it's fewer guys that you can resign. Deron Payne being one of them. You had to let go of not one, but both of your starting guards uh, because you didn't have the money to bring them back. So this is, they're gutting the roster. I know that we all said they had to go in on a quarterback. You had to get a quarterback this off season, but in a panic move, they go and get a guy who basically has decimated their roster. And we've seen Carson Wentz is a guy who has to have help around him for him to be successful. And lo and behold, there's very little help around him right now because the offensive line, I mean, you're at least two starters have, gone out the door now having said that i think you got to go uh if malik willis is on the board at 11 you go malik willis but uh, uh i'm in agreement with dave that uh kyle hamilton you know, he, look if a lot of people have him as a top five talent in the draft if you can get him at 11 that is great value and i think you can get receivers and all that other stuff later in the draft and if you read my dra my uh draft blueprint on wtop.com i have washington taking a quarterback later in the draft and, and if no, nothing else, I think I'm going to start a GoFundMe page so we can contribute, regardless of who gets drafted. I want to see you giggling like a schoolgirl, because that's what you <laughs> said would happen if Malik Willis. Oh, lots of great stuff on WTOP.com. In fact, uh, anything that I say smarty, I either steal from Rob or Dave Preston or George Wallace, for that matter. But Dave, you had the column about the last time we picked 11th overall – 1936 and that was actually a second round selection because the league yeah. was uh was was so strong so dave's done plenty of research you were you were going with stingley as your defensive pick yes uh, and i already forgot you suggested offensive line which you've always exactly. offense i mean the thing is when you're picking 11th you are so much at the mercy of if there's a run on wide receivers if there's a run on offensive linemen so there's going to be a lot of read and react I would prefer that they would trade back to get three picks in the top 100 because it's been proven that 
that even though you do find guys after pick number 100, you there are the quality definitely diminishes after the after the top 100 selections of the NFL draft year in and year out. It, it's it's uh, over over time. Now I'm not saying that they won't you know find somebody in the sixth round this year, but I would prefer they maybe trade back from 11, get three picks in that top 100, uh, build on both sides of the ball because right now with two selections. You kind of have to hit. Are you going to get Carson Wentz a weapon? Are you going to get him a guy who can keep him upright? Or are you going to try to rebuild the back end of uh, your uh, secondary, the, the, the back seven? Or all of a sudden now the, the defensive line is starting to spring leak. So it's almost as though they have too many things to fix at this point in time. And it'll be intriguing to see what happens in free agency after the draft. I think they go with a, a wide receiver. Or it, the thing is, whoever, uh, whoever's on top of the board, they're going to go with, and, and as they should. Okay. All right. So you're, it's the best player available. Yeah. So you're, you're not going to, okay. That's okay. That's your pick. The best player available. I mean, but but, but I, I think, I think it'll be an offensive lineman because I think there'll be a run on wide receivers because we, we've seen that uh, quarterback is the number one position in the league right now, but what's the number two position? It's slowly but surely becoming the wide receiver who can make plays in space. Uh, as we've seen in the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship games the last couple of years in, the, in, in big games. So I think that there will be a run on wide receivers in that top 10 that will leave the coverage somewhat bare, and Washington will take an offensive line. All right, George Wallace spends more time in Ashburn, and he's got the tickets on the Dulles Toll Road to prove it, or I guess the non-toll road or whatever. Maybe it's a Fairfax Park. What is it, the it's Fairfax the, Park, Park, Parkway you take out no, there? It's, right? the, it's the toll road, then the parkway, oh, and it's more like the easy pass tickets, I bring that up because I spent an hour on the phone with Easy Pass yesterday, but that's a whole <laughs> other story. So given that, uh, George, real quick, your defensive pick again. Who, who was it for? It was, it was Johnson last week, but I want I was going to change that i'm gonna change that okay. because you, you know chase young montez sweat the last two years those are edge rushes you know i i love this it, it, here's the deal if stingley's there and you, a cornerback i'd say if there are three players at 11 that are there you take them if not you're trading back hamilton stingley or malik willis willis like rob said that's for me that, that's it i i just the the wide receiver thing if you know if uh, if if drake london is there Maybe I'm, but I'm still not even sure that's a guarantee. The only reason I say him is because he's six, four over 200 pounds. That's a bigger weapon than McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. You could kind of, you could use that as a big weapon for Carson Wentz. But again, I don't think they're in love with any of these guys right now with the exception of maybe Hamilton Willis. I don't think is going to be there, Rob, but you're right. If he's there at 11, I don't even think about it. You just do it because as Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew both said this week, you're going to react to the first 10 picks. We are going to react. He said, and they, they made it very clear that the reason that, that Carson Wentz deal is the reason they have not been active in free agency, to your point as well. So they made that clear that they're not hiding that. But again, they realized they had to do something because of the uncertainty going into this. So at the end of the day, if it's Willis or Hamilton or Stingley, I'm pulling the trigger right there at 11. If not, I'm trading back. All right. Well, you, know, you made the point that uh, they're not in love with anybody. And that's kind of the sense I'm getting league wide. I don't think anybody's I agree. In love with anybody yeah. in this first round of the draft. So if you have an opportunity to trade back, then I, you know, I, I think the difference between who you get at 11, uh, uh, unless Kyle Hamilton is there, if Kyle Hamilton is there. I, I make that pick, yeah. but uh, the difference between who you take at 11, especially if you're talking receiver, 
uh, between that and who, who you would take it like, I'm just throwing out a random number here, 20 or 23 or what have you, then I, I don't think the difference is enough that you, right. you know, if you can trade back, you need the extra picks more than you need that, you know, 9, 10, 11, uh, um, you know, spots further up in the order. And, and look okay. at last couple of years ago with Montez Sweat, they traded back the order to get him later. You, you pick up an extra pick. So that, that it, it is possible to do. And with only six picks, they're going to need to do that. Yeah. State Preston said in his wonderful work, it's not an exact science, any kind of draft. I know we're gonna, this is about basketball, but I've told you guys the story. I was up in Brooklyn where they held, I think, the 2012 or 2013 NBA draft. Bottom line, with, with Coach Wes Unsell, we were looking at the picture of the lottery picks from that year, the lottery picks. And out of the 13 or 14, we could only name three that were still having an impact in the league. So the bottom line, it might be a draft that on paper – not in love with, but you never know what's going to develop. And, and that's what, you know, if you're a Commanders fan, you have to be hoping for. Uh, audible at the line of scrimmage uh, time. We've got our football picks. We've done our good work on the clock. I'll make mine real quick. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is going to be fine for the playoffs. Don't worry. It is a concern as tough as he is that he actually had to leave the ice because this guy, his leg has to be separated from his bone, it seems like, before he leaves. And he did leave Sunday against the Maple Leafs. And I'm not concerned that they've been a little bit up and down in, in some games. I think, uh, as I was talking to Craig Locke the other day, uh, they've done enough to show that they'll be successful in this postseason, even though, and they're not going to have it in the next two games, they're not going to decide on one main goaltender, although Vitek Vanacek certainly has uh, the, the lead in that, and he probably will be number one. George, you got to do a sports cast. You're audible. Uh, let's talk about how bad the Nationals are playing right now. Uh, but I will say I'm going to go bright spot. I mean, Josiah Gray, I think, has been a bright spot so far this season. He had won two straight up until yesterday, but did strike out 10 and very, very visibly angry when it, uh, Hernandez dropped that ball at third. Was it Escobar or Hernandez? Whoever dropped the ball at third. Uh, and he was very angry in the dugout. So I love to see that. I mean, this is a younger, young guy. He's had a little success. You can tell he's coming along. The ten strikeouts and to be to, to to be like that, that is what this team is going to need. Somebody like that moving forward, and I, I just love to see that. I love to see when you're pissed off at, at, at making an error in the field, and because you know you should have been out of the inning, even though your team has lost five straight, and you're not expected to do much. But I love seeing that from him. All right, Dave Preston, what's your audible? Uh, for uh, Wells Fargo Championship comes to the area next week, and it's all it was a great event that. Uh, well, a PGA event in the area it was the Tiger Tournament, the AT&T National, then the, uh, I think, the Quicken Loans National for a while. It was in that late June, early July window. And even though the weather was unbearable, it was still a great tournament for us to cover. It was a lot of fun to go out there with uh, Jonathan Warner and all the other crazy cast of characters. Pretty good field, though, coming to uh, TPC Avondale next week. It's uh, an early May uh, event, so the Wells Fargo Championship coming to the area next week. A great chance for people to check out golf locally. All right, great. And Dave Press already lobbying for getting his expense reports approved. So I, I know I know where you're going with that. Rob Woodford, bring us up. You're audible. All right. Well, George already took mine on uh, Josiah Gray. He's got a sports cast to do, so I cede my time to the – Well, we think alike. I could have taken yeah. Cam Newton. I could have said Cam Newton. <laughs> you could have. You could have. I was, and I still well, think, and I still think that's a better pick than Carson Wentz because it – Okay. All right. All things come back to camp. But so Josiah Gray, uh, 10 strikeouts of five and two thirds innings. I, I'm not smart in math, but that's pretty good. I love good. that. Kid. I love that. Uh, all right. We, we've solved the NFL. We've actually solved some things this week, uh, yeah. I, I think, or sort of. But listen, we've. 
Well, appreciate the time. Keep checking out all the great stuff at WTOP.com if you get a chance. Uh, and again, you can connect with us, Rob, your Twitter. At Rob Woodfork, right? Rob Woodfork. I like to make it easy for people. Right. And yours, Dave Presto? D-A-V Presto. I took the last letter out of my first and last name. Right. And George? Can we lose George? Wallace, W-T-O-P. And I'm at Dave J Sports. And I'm out of time. And we're out of time. Sponsored by MGM National Harbor. The latest in Washington sports. Visit MGM National Harbor and experience a sports fan's paradise. Yes, I was reading. I should know it by heart, but I wanted to get yeah, it right. Something right. The hell out of it. That's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going now. All right. Listen, thanks for your time on the huddle. We'll see you next week. Break. Break.